Hello, my friend. Are you a superhero in disguise, tirelessly juggling the needs of everyone around you while you put your aspirations and future on the back burner? Well, you're not alone, and you've just landed in the perfect spot. Welcome to the third season of Surviving to Thriving, the podcast designed exclusively for phenomenal women who are ready to take back their lives. I'm your host, Janessa Durrani, a wife and mom to two crazy teen boys. I combined my 30 plus years of experience in design and personal development to help women create lives they love inside and out. So get ready to laugh, learn, and leap into a life where you are the leading lady, not just the supporting role. It's time to trade surviving for thriving. Let's go. My youngest comes off of the bus around 3.15 each day, and he comes in, closes the door, comes into my studio, drops everything right where it is, and begins to tell me all the things that he needs to tell me right then, right now. doesn't matter if I'm on a call, so on and so forth, and he's just going and going and going and going and going. Even though every day I know he's coming, I can anticipate this situation, it always hits me like just far too much information at one time. And invariably, I'm like, stop. Let's start again, but slowly. That is kind of our life, right? On any given day, we are going and going and going and going and going and going and going. And it's as if we're telling a story and we don't even know where we're beginning or where we're ending, but we got to keep going because we have to keep the balls going and so on and so on and so forth. We don't have time to take a breath. We are living one continuous run-on sentence. And just like a paragraph and sentences need punctuation, pauses, periods, commas and periods, so on and so forth, that is what we need in our life. But... Just like you can write an entire story without using punctuation, you can continue to live your life without a pause. But just like if you've tried to read a story without punctuation, it makes zero sense. You're confused. There's no connection and so forth. That is also what's happening to our lives. So we are now in the week between Christmas and New Year's, which I think is the gift that is the power of the pause, because we're kind of in this weird middle ground, right? Even if you didn't celebrate Christmas, there's been this craze and so forth, and you've gotten a few days off, and now we have this four to five days between Christmas and New Year's. And there's the building of anticipation that we have to do amazing things in 2024. And so thus there's this like, I am exhausted, but 
the world is telling me that I need to hit the ground running. And so we're in this kind of in-between space that is kind of uncomfortable unless you look at it in the perspective that I would love for you to look at it as this is a gift of a pause, of a you don't have to get anything done. You don't have to make any major decisions. You don't have to plot your entire year. This is a time to pause. I talk a lot about this idea that we have to hit the ground running in an episode called Hibernate, which I will put in the show notes, which is this idea that as we go into New Year's, for us in the um, Northern Hemisphere, it is a time where all of the nature is telling us to take a pause. But we are going on this cultural norm that we have to make big plans and do all these things when we really need to take that pause. So I want you to picture, this is, let me say it this way, this is how I am picturing this week, which is a cozy sweater and a warm mug of whatever you want to enjoy and just being. And I don't know about you, we're not very good at being. We are really good at doing. We are really good at running and busy and so forth, but being and pausing is not, is just not our natural being. It's just not our natural state. So I want you to take extra care this week in trying to just go slow. I was at my doctor's the other day and she was talking about all the things that she wants to do different within her business and so forth. And she's like, I'm just incubating a bit. And that's kind of another way of looking at this as far as hibernating, incubating, ruminating, marinating. This is your time to kind of put everything into the pot and letting it just simmer. Okay. So how can you use this week? I said, I want you to not have anything that you have to get done. But as you pause, this is the time you could take long walks. You could take time to just sit quietly. And this is the time you could journal. And so this is the time of like, what do I really want? What's working and what's not working? Next week, I'm going to walk you through my year-end closeout process of how I kind of bring everything to a close and kind of start putting the foundation in place for the coming year, not down to the tactical, I am going to do this and I'm going to do that, but this is how I want to feel. And this is how I want to take the lessons that I have learned this year and apply them to next year. And this is the direction I want to head. So in your journal, I want you to do one of my favorite exercises that I do with my clients, which is the should exercise. 
And I may have talked about this on the podcast at some point, but now we're on episode 87 and I can't remember everything I said for every single one. So on a piece of paper, I want you to write out all of the shoulds that you have banging around in your head. It could be, I should lose 20 pounds. I should find a new job. I should spend more time with this person. I should exercise more. I should join a gym. I should eat better. All the shoulds. Like it or not, we all have our list of shoulds. Now, I've said this before. Should is kind of a danger zone. That is a sign that it is usually something that isn't where you're attached to. You are, um, you're kind of putting something out into the universe that you don't fully believe. Okay. So three to five shoulds. These are the things I should do. And then I want you to answer for each one. Why? Why does it matter? So for example, I should lose 20 pounds. Why? Because I've gained 20 pounds over the last three years and I really don't want to have that anymore. I want to feel like I did before or I want to have more energy for my kids or I want to actually fit into the clothes that are in the other half of my closet that I have stuffed to the back. Okay? It doesn't matter. It's you. You say what matters to you. So I should do this, and this is why I think I should. And then I want you to restate it with, if I wanted to lose 20 pounds, I could. So all of your shoulds, restate it as, if I wanted to, whatever the should was, I could. All right. So now you have these three statements like I can do this. And for each one of those, I want you to answer. So what's stopping you? I did this with a client the other day and half the things when we got to you could do that if you wanted to. What's stopping you? She's like, I don't want to do it. I have no energy around it. So the why, again, is something that we then pull back to of really what's what's most important. And you're going to see that there are many things that you have putting a lot of energy into thinking about what you should be doing and realize that you don't have, you don't really want it. That's not something that's important to you. And if you let go of all that energy around the shoulds, think of all the energy and ideas and initiatives that you could start to percolate on that actually matter for you. I did an episode a few weeks ago on finding your why. Revisit that as it relates to these shoulds so that you can start to really connect with everything that you're doing. When we're living busy and we're doing all the things and we're keeping all the balls in the air and we don't know where we stopped and we don't know where we started and we don't know why we said yes and why are we still doing this, 
we have absolutely no connection to a why because we've kept doing it and perpetuating it for so long we don't remember how it even started. That's the power of the pause, to stop and say, here is the line in the sand. For me to take this initiative forward, or this should to the next step, I need to really understand why I'm doing this. And here's the scary thing, my friend. If you are in the place of life that I am in, where my kids are starting to fly, I am having my own identity crisis of these are all the things that I've always done that they've always needed, and now they don't need that. So if I am giving up those things, I am apt to start filling that void with what I call the junk food of activities. Oh, sure, I'll help you with that. Oh, sure, I'll do that. Oh, I have extra time. Let me do that for you. We fill it with things that are just truly fillers. They are not fulfilling. They are not soul connecting. They are just keeping us busy to distract us from the evolution and change that we are having that we are going from moms who always were looked at to do everything for them. I mean, the thought of Mir coming in each day and this whole long run-on sentence and he's dropping his stuff all over my studio, those days are numbered, my friend. I will eat up every single moment of those. I will stop whatever I'm doing so I can listen to those. For every time that Zane comes in at 10.10 to tell me about some world war that he just learned about of, you know, some battle that I need to know and so forth. I might not understand a word he's saying, but I will listen every single moment. Those are other pauses. If I'm so busy doing all the things, I can't enjoy those moments with them that are freaking numbered. I get it. Change is hard, and trying to get to our next chapter is overwhelming. But if we don't find the quiet, we're just going to run ourselves into a hole. They're going away like it or not. And why not use this time to be able to fill ourselves with what matters instead of filling our schedules with junk? This week is a natural pause. You have your shoulds, you've done your journaling. This is the time to start percolating. But how can you take the power of the pause and work it intentionally into your life each day, each week, each month, each quarter, so that you can remember to come back to you so that you can realign with your why, so that you can reevaluate what in the actual hell am I doing? Why did I just say yes to that? So on and so forth. So here's how I, this is what I do. So my pause each day is actually my morning practice. 
I get up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I meditate for 10 minutes, I do my morning pages, I go for a walk. This is the way that I start my day with a pause so that I can really ease into my day, I can connect to my intuition, and I can, without all the chaos around me, plot where I need to go today. On a weekly basis, I close out my week each Friday. What, where am I at? I clean out my tickler. I get that all reset. Um, That's a whole other episode of the podcast on how I use a tickler system. Really looking at, this is what I went into this week thinking I wanted to do. This is where I'm at. This is what I loved. This is what I didn't love. It's just a quick journaling exercise. I then not only close out this week, I look at next week. What am I up against? What is what is needing to be done? Where am I needing to go? What do I need to do for work, for family, so on and so forth? So that way, on the weekends, I'm not thinking about all these things that need to be done. I already know that when I come in and back to my studio on Monday morning, I'm going to hit the ground running. Okay? So on a monthly basis, the last Monday of every month, I do a monthly closeout. I do this within my community as well. And I have a whole system of how I do this. Um, I'll talk about my monthly closeout process with my yearly next week. So it is really looking at what worked this month. What was most memorable? What am I most proud of? What were the lessons that I learned? Each month I'm closing out, I'm also setting up for where I need to be for next month. And so thus each month I'm saying, okay, this is what I said I needed to do or achieve or was up against for this month. Where did I kind of, where was I tracking to that at the end of this month, and what are three things that I want to leave behind? They did not work. We tried it. Life is an experiment. Leaving that behind, and what are the three things I want to take forward? What are the three pieces that really worked? If you got into a rhythm of, you know, I had, this is my go-to breakfast, and it worked for me every day, and I was able to, you know, eat uninterrupted and so on and so forth. I'm doing that again. Or, oh my gosh, like I said, I was going to go to the gym every day. That's just not possible. I can't, I have to let that go. And this is how I'm going to retrack. There's no right or wrong to this, my friend. It is purely giving yourself that pause so that you don't come three months, four months down the road and be like, oh my God, Remember how I said I was going to do more eating more whole foods? Oh, for the goodness sakes, I haven't done any of that. You need to write these things down. You need to be able to see what it is that you're wanting to do. And then as you do each of these closeouts in your day, in your week, in your month, 
you then can start putting an action plan on getting you there. And that's what we talk about, action planning, intentional, um, intention setting with celebrations and breaking the hard down to the incremental steps. These are all things that I do with my clients. And then on a quarter, I am a business owner, so I think in quarters. You might not think so much in quarters. Think about it in seasons, okay? I reset. I use a capsule closet um, concept in my closet. So I only have out 33 items of clothing, including accessories and shoes that I can wear in any season. So on the first day of every season, I do two things. This is my pause. I clean out. I take everything out of my closet. Now, mind you, I'm not one of those that has a gigantic closet. My husband has about 7,000 more articles of clothing than I do. But I take everything out. I try everything on. And I determine, is this something I need to let go of? And then I decide what are the 33 items that I need for this next season. And then I put the rest in the back and I have this in the front. The other thing that I do is on my bedside table, I clear off the whole bedside table, scrub it down, move it to the side, dust underneath it, and then I reset it up. These are the books that I want to read next. These are the, um, I have lots of different decks for card pulling and so forth, um, different artwork different. I have different lighting for each season and so forth. So I then reset that bedside table and my closet every season. I also do quarterly planning for my business. So these are the ways that you can schedule it in, put it into your daily life, into your weekly schedule, your monthly schedule, your seasonal calendar, actually put it in your calendar and make a date with yourself. Just like you're going to put on a warm, cozy sweater, sit with your journal and a hot mug sometime in this week between Christmas and New Year's to just give yourself some ideas on what you want to percolate on. Give yourself that same gift every single day, week, month, and quarter. I am here for you every step of the way. Taking the hard and making it easy, that is my superpower. So reach out, book a free chat. I would love, love, love to hear about what you're percolating on. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Surviving to Thriving. Remember, you're not alone in this adventure, and I'm here cheering you on every step of the way. If you found value in today's episode and want to stay connected, make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform by subscribing. You'll never miss an episode filled with practical strategies, my quirky stories, and of course, a few laughs along the way. And hey, let's spread the word together. If you're loving what you're hearing, I'd be incredibly grateful if you would take a moment to leave a review. Your reviews not only make my day, but they also help other incredible women like yourself find the podcast and join our thriving community. So as we wrap up today, remember that you are worth every freaking ounce of effort you put into yourself. If you need me, you can find me 
at just Janessa on all social media platforms, and my email is in the show notes. Catch you in the next episode.